Welcome back, everyone, to another Eats Beat podcast, the most delicious podcast of the Metroplex. I'm Bud Kennedy. And Steve Wilson. We have a lot of food news this week. There are big events coming up, Empty Bowls, Cinco de Mayo. We've got some great new restaurants to talk about, uh, Austin City Tacos here. We just had Juan on the other week to talk about it. It's open now. But first, we want to introduce a new reporter at the Star-Telegram, Carla Jimenez. Carla is the new uh, business reporter, which means she writes about all the new restaurants. Hi, thanks for having me. Now, what's the biggest uh, new restaurant that you've written about so far? The biggest new restaurant? Um... I guess I would have to say, I mean, it hasn't happened, it hasn't opened yet, but there's been a lot of excitement for the Wild Acre Brewing yeah, exactly. um, restaurant that's going in uh, sort of the Ridgely um, Avenue neighborhood. Oh, I'm giving you all the like Camp breweries. Brewery. Breweries, brewing, you know, this is something I kind of, I kind of write about food. I let, I let you do the brewing and That's all fine. that. You can have all the beer. I'm, I'm totally fine with that. <laughs> but what's important to know about Carla is that although she has worked in other parts of the country, she is from here and grew up in Euless. Is that right? Born here? Yeah, I was. Um, I was born technically in Irving, but you know, we'll, we'll yeah. try to ignore that part. Um, yeah. I grew up in Ulysses. I um, did you go to Trinity? No, I didn't. Oh, I, I went to Trinity. Well, <laughs> yeah, go Trojans. <laughs> no, um, I would have gone to Trinity, but my parents um, sent me to Nolan. Nolan, okay. Worth, so so yeah. Fort Worth, Fort Worth bred, Fort Worth fed. Yes, indeed. You know, Tarrant yes, County, indeed. Tarrant County girl all the way. How long had it been since you lived here? You'd, been five or six years actually it's been 10, ten years i went well. off to college um at mizzou yeah and then from there i've sort of been bouncing around the midwest um i went i was a reporter in kentucky then in illinois and now i'm back here so yeah. well i want to ask you about uh, about your favorite restaurants here but first of all i want to ask you what strange and wonderful food ways you discovered uh, in life outside texas because you know it's not anything i've i don't think i've ever even set foot in kentucky oh really okay well um this uh kentucky is very proud of its like sort of southern heritage so it's, a lot of it is um is very southern uh comfort food but um one thing that i came across that i hadn't discovered before was burgoo have you guys heard of it Boy, you just saw a big <laughs> blank stare. I, I, both I, think, of I us. think I've heard of it, but I don't oh, know. I don't have the slightest no. idea what it is. <laughs> yeah, it was really, okay. It you was, just played stump the podcast. <laughs> it was really funny. Um, so uh, I think um, Rand Paul, who's um, the senator for Kentucky, one of the senators anyway, he had tweeted about like every year he does um, his Festivus grievances. He tweets them on mm-hmm. Festivus. And uh, one of them was about how the Washington Capitol never serves Burgoo. And Burgoo, it's spelled B-U-R-G-O-O. So if anyone out there is listening, you can Google it. Um, it's like this barbecue kind of stew where they put in a ton of meat and a ton of vegetables, and um, it's like slightly tomato-based, but very lightly, and it's um, it's really good. It's really hearty, um, and it's something that they serve at some of the barbecue restaurants in, in Kentucky, but... Um, I always liked it a lot because it was very um, warming on a on a colder day. So, yeah. well, well, I was gonna say, you know, this, 
you know, you had, had me with all the meat they put in, but then the, I don't think the vegetables are going to go over as well here. <laughs> you said they put a lot of vegetables in like there. sounds like a Kentucky yeah. version of Brunswick stew. Yeah, yeah it kind of it kind of is. Um, but they just called it burgoo. And I, I mean, I remember like the first day of my job there, they took me to um, this hole-in-the-wall barbecue place down the street from um, our office. And they told me that I had to try the burgoo. And I was like, the, the what? Because, <laughs> um, you know, the name, the, the name doesn't sound very appetizing like goo that mm-hmm. doesn't sound very like something you'd want to eat but um it's really good i really enjoy it and then um something else that i wanted to discuss here on this podcast because you mentioned um uh you know things that i've discovered in springfield i was in springfield illinois and this uh at the job before this one and um have you guys heard of the horseshoe no the horseshoe no. it's like something to eat is yeah. it, uh, Lincoln's from Springfield. Yeah, that's, Lincoln that, is from Springfield. That's the extent of my knowledge of Springfield. <laughs> that's totally fair. Um, the horseshoe is uh, this sort of central, like this regional dish of central Illinois. And it's basically two pieces of Texas toast, a meat of your choice, usually hamburger, topped with fries, topped with cheese sauce. And... It's awesome. <laughs> and they serve it at multiple places? Oh, yeah. yeah just all over oh, the place? Yeah. It sounds multiple a little bit places. like the Pittsburgh sandwich sandwiches that have fries on the sandwich. But, yeah. But not the queso. So. Yeah. What are they, do they make the queso with Velveeta? Or do no. They no. Um, they use different, I mean, depending on the place, they use different cheese sauces. Um, my favorite, uh, I might get a lot of crap for this, um, if anyone from Illinois is listening to this, but uh, my favorite horseshoe was at Obed and Isaac's in Springfield, Illinois, and their cheese, like, they, the reason why I liked it so much was because they used steak fries, and then they also had, like, this really thick white cheese sauce, and it was so good, so, yeah. We are really excited about the uh, burgoo and horseshoe. Horseshoe, yeah. Now, what did you really miss when you were up there? What did, what did you have in, growing up in Texas that you missed? Oh, you gosh. Um, this is a weird one, but um, I missed, well... I'm Filipino, so um, I missed my dad's Filipino food. Um, But I also missed Vietnamese food, like, a lot. Um, There's such a large population of Vietnamese people in North Texas, um, especially in Arlington, um, in the Haltom City area. And there's this one um, Vietnamese restaurant in Haltom City um, that uh, I think it's Pho Tien. I think that's what it's pronounced, Mm -hmm. how it's pronounced. It's my favorite pho. <laughs> and I missed it so much that every time I would come home to visit, I was like, Dad, can we get pho? So no pho up north? <laughs> I mean, there are, like, Springfield had a weird amount of, like, Thai and Vietnamese restaurants, mm-hmm. considering the population, but it just wasn't as good as, you mm-hmm. know, here. Well, the Thai restaurants came in and adapted quickly because the hot peppers and hot spicy food, people loved them. And people said, okay, if you like fajitas, you'll like you know, Thai cooking, you know, and the, uh, you know, particularly some of the, you know, Penang curries and, and uh, some of the uh, gay pal with basil and all that. And then, of course, the Vietnamese restaurants, uh, you know, exploded first in Houston, then came here. And as you know, this became the second market for everyone in Houston and all all the, the uh, fishing families and all the, you know, you had all the, the fish markets that started up and then just the explosion of, uh, of all the great fall restaurants that used to be that people argued in Haltom City over whether 
the best restaurant was too high or too low, and then Milan came in, <laughs> and then suddenly we had like 75 more places to argue about. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I just, I love it so much, so I'm really glad to be back. <laughs> What's new that we need to know about? You said the new brewery on Camp Bowie that's in the old grocery store at Camp Bowie and Clayton Road. And has that been approved that that'll be converted to a new brew house? Yeah, um, it used to be an old Walmart. Um, I think the developers right now Kroger. are... Or, or yes, yeah, sorry, Kroger. Used to be an old grocery store. And um, the developers right now are um, converting the building into office space and also mixed use. Um, the city, uh, the zoning commission did approve their zoning permit. Um, and it, like they said... Uh, they approved it unanimously, and it looks like the city council is also going to. This is a big deal for the West End of Camp Bowie because once you go past the Tom Thumb, Camp Bowie kind of really trails off, right. and it's just kind of scrubby. And the uh, so this is a big deal to bring a little bit more fun out to that end of Camp Bowie, right? And um, that actually was sort of reflected in the zoning permit application. Uh, the application had a ton of letters of support from the neighborhood associations, from I think the Camp Bowie district president, even the uh, even the Montessori school across the street was like, yeah, this is this is great. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I think uh, the area is really supportive of it. Uh, I don't think that the city council is going to say no. So. Um, you know bring it on yeah if something that isn't in south main village or or magnolia something it's not exactly a hipster camp buoy but you know something that'll be exactly uh, that'll be more fun for the west side yeah exactly so. you know i forgot to ask and, and before we get too deep into like current news what were your favorite restaurants growing up you mentioned the thai uh, the vietnamese restaurant what were your other what's your comfort food my comfort food is really Filipino food. Okay. Um, my uh, is my, there a restaurant in Eulis or Arlington that's no? Not, I mean, there's, not good enough. There's there's one Filipino restaurant I think in Arlington that just recently opened, but it's not very good. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I prefer my dad's cooking. Okay. I mean, and. It's just, I don't think that the Filipino cuisine has really taken off here yet in DFW. Right. Not like, you know, Thai food or Vietnamese there, food. There have been a, a Filipino bakeries seem to thrive for a while. Mm-hmm. There been a couple of good Filipino bakeries. Right, yeah. Uh, Filipino bakeries are great because um, there's this joke, uh, there's this um, Filipino um, comedian, Rex Navarrete, he makes this joke that, Filipino food tastes good in the dark. Like it's not, it's not like the cuisine is really good. Like I love Filipino food, obviously, but it's not inst- it's not as easily Instagrammable. Okay. So I mean, like once you get like someone who can make it look pretty, I'm sure it'll take off here. So yeah. it's okay. like served on leaves, kind of, and you eat with your hands. Is that some okay? some some are so, um, that's yeah. like family style cooking, kind of right. like uh-huh. in Italian restaurants, like mm-hmm. um, they pile all the food onto banana leaves but um mostly uh filipino food is very very meat heavy <laughs> well that that should fit in right i know here. <laughs> it should um and it's also very much based um in um suka or uh, vinegar mm-hmm. um so like it's sort of the the biggest dish in filipino food or like the most popular one that pretty much everyone has heard of is adobo and it's mm-hmm. basically like 
pork or chicken, usually pork or chicken, that's been braised in um, soy sauce and vinegar, like a lot of vinegar. Mm -hmm. So much so that the house will smell terrible after you cook it, but um, it's so good. (laughs) It's like it's Filipino comfort food, so Uh yeah. Well, uh, we want to talk about what's new and what's opening and then uh, some about uh, the holidays coming up. So, uh, you know, I guess we gosh, we better focus on what kind of what's coming up at hand. Coming up May 1st is Empty Bowls. It's a Mm -hmm. Tarrant Area Food Bank benefit. And this is a nice event because it's like a soup festival. They bring in like 20 different restaurants and they all serve their favorite soups, stews, gumbos, chilies. Uh, guisadas, guisados. It's uh, it's just all about the soup and the stew. And artists create these bowls. You can buy an artist handmade bowl and then take it and get it filled with all these different soups and stews. Mm-hmm. Or you can just go around and sample the soups and stews. But so it's a how much is a bowl normally? It, it's a particularly good. You know the bowls. Some of them are just ten or twenty dollars, or the fancy ones are are fifty or seventy five dollars. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's um, it's Wednesday, May first at lunch. And it's uh, just to go in is only $10 at the door. And then you can uh, buy a bowl if you want to or just sample all the... Uh, can you bring sample. your own bowl? You can bring your own bowl <laughs> okay. if you want. They have plastic bowls. You don't have to buy a bowl. <laughs> okay. And they, so it, it, but it's, it's fun because it's kind of a soup festival. Cool. So it's a big event coming up for the food bank at lunch on May 1st. And sort of what is the alcohol situation? I feel uh, like I should ask there's that. There's donated beers and wines, and it is at lunch on a weekday, so... You okay. know, don't you know? Don't get too far out of hand there. Right, you're new around yeah, here. Okay, so the, uh, but, the, uh, but mm, uh, I'm seeing a theme here. You know, brewery and now yeah, exactly. <laughs> well. I, you can see you can see I've outsourced this to, uh-huh. the, uh, to, to the right people. Uh-huh. We've, we've left this in the right hands. Right. So uh, that coming up after that, Cinco de Mayo, and Cinco de Mayo is always uh, a big. Uh, a, excuse for a festival at, the, <laughs> at the, all the Tex-Mex restaurants right. and the Tex-Mex restaurants this is really good for the restaurants because the Tex-Mex restaurants get left out of Easter a lot of them get left out of Mother's Day nobody makes a big plan and says hey we're, we're all going to Uncle Julio's for mm-hmm. Mother's Day so this Cinco de Mayo is a good chance to kind of recover some of that and get everybody to come out. You know, all the big chains, the Papacitas and Uncle Julio's, they have big events. And then there will be all your little small neighborhood places. One neighborhood place that I wrote about this last week is Nelda's in Pantigo is now open. Nelda's used to be in, uh, in Mansfield. It was one of the most popular uh, Tex-Mex restaurants in the Arlington Mansfield area. And it's moved into Park Village in Pantigo. And Nelda's is so new. When I was there last week, they don't even have a sign-up. They have a little bitty sign on a stick like you would put <laughs> in your yard for, like, garage sale. You know, and it says Nelda's Cantina. And so they, they move. They, it's not a new location. It's not, like, two locations. It's oh, they've been closed for, like, five, five years. years. Oh, okay. They, 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 they were open. Everybody loved them. They closed. This was, like, five years ago. And suddenly they've risen from the Phoenix oh, again it, in Pantigo. Cool. With the same chef and staff and exactly the same menu. So it's it's a it's kind of a cool return. So that'll be someplace to check out for Cinco de Mayo or, or anytime soon. And we have Mother's Day coming up after that. Make your reservations. Don't make them too late. Mm-hmm. Mother's Day is busier than Easter. Mother's Day is the single busiest re- restaurant holiday of the year. So, you know, book your reservations very early. You have any thoughts about where you want to go? 
Well, we went to Lazy Dog for Easter, um, the, one, the, the one in Glade Parks and Euless. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. All that Euless yeah. stuff. I told <laughs> all that Euless stuff. <laughs> um, I told mom that I really wanted to take her to Blue Mesa Grill. Yeah. Um, but uh, it also depends on her schedule because she, she does work on a Sunday. So we'll see. Blue Mesa opens at 8 o'clock. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so but we go to mass at like nine. Nine. So, so yeah, that's cutting it close. Exactly. So. I mean, if you can't find, if you can't go to the Blue Mesa gr- buffet on Sunday, you're not trying very hard because they open <laughs> at three and it goes till like four thirty or something. I don't know. So that's true. They run it. They run it even earlier on holidays. Uh, the uh, the other news item this week is about Juan Rodriguez, and we had him here just a couple of weeks oh, ago yeah, on the about podcast. Th- about three weeks ago, yeah. And remember, he talked about Austin City Tacos. Has Did it you open? remember that? Yeah, has it opened? Austin City Taco is open. Yeah, it's open. As, it's... Of, as of Wednesday night, uh, we're do, we do this, it, mm-hmm. it's open. And Austin City Taco is open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Has those uh, handmade flour corn tortillas. Has mm-hmm. the, the uh, um, barbecue, the right? Blue They're Masa bris- blue corn tortillas. Yeah. Has uh, tacos that are brisket, brisket right. that are oak. Oak smoked brisket, mm-hmm. a chote rotisserie chicken. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sounds then, good. Yeah, and <laughs> then shrimp, and um, and a little bit of pastor, a couple of pastor tacos, two pork pastor. So, um, mm-hmm. so it's a a wide selection of tacos, chips, queso, hot sauce. That's it. I mean, don't expect any other big. Uh, extravaganza but it's a whole lot of tacos breakfast lunch and dinner it's a great looking place it's on university drive at west fifth next to deep ellen brewing that's awesome a uh, whole lot of tacos you're you got you got me there so. well it's got it's kind of like velvet taco and then you've got this choice of about 18 tacos there are all these different combinations and and crafted with different meats and different like the the br- there's a sliced brisket taco mm-hmm. with slaw and barbecue sauce it might as well be a sliced brisket sandwich but it happens right. to be folded into a tortilla awesome. and and so well, we have these taco restaurants now that are taking that where the tortilla is like the canvas and the chef creates with with uh, the uh, chote chicken or the, the the beef whatever on the uh, yeah a lot of them are starting to use uh, kind of more barbecueish type meats that right. are custom here like uh, and actually panther city they uh, you know they're a barbecue place but they're doing the tacos also right and you and we were going to talk about panther city steve because they're on the texas monthly list yeah the like uh, best new barbecue that just came out right 25 new best new barbecue mm-hmm. restaurants you know texas monthly does this update every four years of the best barbecue restaurants in Texas, the best, the best mm-hmm. 50. And there have been so many new places, they did a best 25 new places. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think uh, uh, Panther City was the only thing listed in Fort Worth when right. I looked. Right. And, and Panther City is the new uh, – it's a truck right now. They're building a – a uh, brick-and-mortar restaurant, but it's at Maine at East Hattie mm-hmm. in South Maine Village. Yeah, it's the old, uh, what was... Uh, former Heim uh, location. Heim, Heim location, former right. Former Heim yeah. location, and the uh, and so they when Heim moved up, the Panther City moved in. They're doing a great job there with, mm-hmm. with uh, brisket yeah. and burnt ends. And, and we had them on the podcast also They've recently. been on the podcast. If you'll go back through the... Steve, how do they go back and just look through the, the playlist? You can see both right. uh-huh. Juan Rodriguez from Austin City Taco uh-huh. and the two guys from Panther City. Yeah, I think that podcast was uh, our barbecue edition. So just look forward to barbecue edition. Barbecue edition. That's yeah, right. We that had, was the, so yeah. we, we've had a couple of those guests yeah, on a, lately just, with these new a, restaurants. Yeah, just a few weeks ago. So those are the new places I wanted to talk about. I, I, the other place I mentioned in the column this week, Buttons, uh, which is always a big Sunday buffet restaurant. Um, you know, comfort food, soul food, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and they have a new Saturday brunch menu. So they're mm-hmm. doing chicken and waffles and kind of their old time brunch. Uh, it's not a buffet, but it's a brunch menu on Saturday now that they have. 
and they have a new dinner menu that'll be coming out. And then in South Arlington, Walk-Ons is open, and that's just a chain, but it's like Drew Brees from the Saints owns part of it. It's a Louisiana chain of uh, sports bar and grills, and it has it's like a chain with good food. It has like uh, they have like a it's a, it's a good chain. They have like a duck and andouille gumbo. Ooh. They have excellent fried catfish. The best dessert is Krispy Kreme bread pudding, and they have like I mean this is. This is at least as good as, I mean, it compares to Bure's. It's better than Razoo's. I mean, this compares to the mm-hmm. places we consider the other good Cajun restaurants here. Man, this is a mistake. This, we're, okay, so we're recording this at 1110. This is a mistake. This like, is what we do. <laughs> I'm yeah. so hungry right now. <laughs> yeah, so all, all this is going to help you out. But, uh, so, so what you need to like keep going around to all these strip centers and mm-hmm. bring in good restaurants yes. that you can write about. So, uh, well, we want to thank Carly Menes for being our guest. She's She ropes in all the news about what's new and opening and what's next. She's kind of the what's next editor in yes. Fort Worth, <laughs> and she does a great job of it. So she'll you know be following her stories uh, in the in the start telegram on startelegram.com and the, the, what's your uh, what's your handle for yeah, right. my twitter handle um you can follow me at carla c-a-r-l-a-m underscore j-i-m-e-n-e-z okay okay carla I'll put that in the show notes. that's right exactly <laughs> yes. send that out so and and of course follow steve at tx weekend chef right. on twitter and i'm eats beat on twitter that's where i talk about food and be sure and follow us all on the next eats beat podcast i'm bud kennedy and steve wilson 